Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood, having trained more than 24,000 vets, helping you and your fur babies thrive. Live in studio, it's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura, answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Saturday morning. Hey, it's January 22nd. Thanks for tuning in and letting us be part of your Saturday morning. I'm Will Bangura, and you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100 KFNX, where we talk about your pet's training, behavior, and their health needs, as well as taking your calls and answering your questions about your pets and their problems each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat? Maybe you've got an out-of-control dog and, and you're just fed up with your pet just not listening. Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you deal with all of your pet's nuisance behaviors and, and training issues. We've got a really great show for you today. Uh, but first, before we talk about that, we need to say good morning to my sidekick and your co-host, Jordan Marsteller. Good morning. Good morning, Will. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Hey. Do you know what uh, what today is? Absolutely, I know what today is. Today is Saturday, January 22nd. Well, no, it's not. Today, well, it, it is, it's January 22nd. But as far as the show is concerned, today is National Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat? That's right. Today is January 22nd. It's National Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. So we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to bring back to the show um, one of our guests that we had, gosh, I think it was two years ago uh, that we interviewed Marilyn Krieger. Marilyn, yeah. Marilyn is an internationally renowned uh, certified cat behaviorist and also best-selling author of the book Naughty No More. So we've got a great show. I know we've got a lot of folks absolutely um, watching and listening on Facebook Live, as well as all of our regular listeners here on the Pulse of Arizona, 1100 KFNX. Um, we're going to be talking to Marilyn in just a few minutes, um, and she's agreed to take your calls and answer your questions. So if you're in the Phoenix area and you would like to have your questions answered about your cat's behavior, I don't care what the problem is, hey, give us a call. The number to call if you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area is 602 602- Two seven seven five three six nine. That's six zero two two seven seven KFNX. Hey, if you're outside of Phoenix, you can call us toll free. That number is eight six six five three six eleven hundred. Now, Jordan, you've got cats, don't you? Absolutely, I do have a cat. Her name's Kiana. Kiana. Now, do you just have one cat? Yeah, just the one. Just mm-hmm. one. Okay. Well, you have questions for me? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I, I don't know if, uh, if you pay attention whenever I'm hosting the show, but one of my, uh, one of my lines that I like to say is, do you think your cat is planning world domination? 
And then I'll make a little comment. I'll be like, I think mine is. All right. You've got, you've got you one know. of those cats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, she's, she's a, she's a handful. All right. Well, let's get right into it. So Marilyn Krieger, like I said, she's an internationally renowned certified cat behaviorist and best-selling author of the book Naughty No More. Hey, do you remember Cat Fancy Magazine? Well, Marilyn wrote a cat behavior column for them for years. Uh, Marilyn is also a frequent guest on television and radio and has appeared along with her Bengals and Savannah cat on Animal Planet, on CBS, and other media outlets. Marilyn has a private cat consulting business called The Cat Coach, where Marilyn works with individual clients and through veterinary referrals, helping clients solve their cat behavior challenges by first identifying the triggers for the behavior and then addressing them through force-free methods. And you can um, uh, find out more about uh, Marilyn by going to her website, thecatcoach.com. Not surprisingly, Marilyn is fascinated by all feline behaviors, not just our little household companions, but she's especially interested in how urbanization is affecting the behaviors of the local mountain lions and bobcats in the San Francisco Bay Area, where she's been volunteering uh, for the Bay Area Puma Project that's part of the uh, Feel-A-Day Conservation Fund. Also, uh, she's doing some great work with uh, the Urban Edge Wildlife Foundation. Please help me welcome to the show Marilyn Krieger. Hey, Marilyn, welcome back to Pet Talk today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Will, and I so appreciate your uh, asking me to be a guest. It's always so much fun to be on your program. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. I know last time you were on, it was one of our most popular shows. You know, we record the show, and we upload the recording to the Pet Talk Today podcast. And I get to see how many people download that. And, and the show that we had you on, gosh, I think it was our best or maybe the second best as far as downloads. So definitely you are a hit here on Pet Talk Today. Um, so one of the things that um, I wanted to, to talk about, you know, today and um, I've got some questions for you. I know Jordan, my co-host, has questions for you. Um, and I think we're probably going to get some questions from, from our listeners. Um, but one of the things that has changed since I spoke to you last time and when you were on the show is COVID. How yes. has the pandemic, what have you seen? What have you heard? How has the pandemic, if it has, impacted the lives of uh pet parents that own cats um and and their their cats and kittens it really has um the fact is people have adopted more more cats and dogs as well because you know they have they're isolating the people are isolating and they're alone and they love to have the companionship of their animals of animals so they are uh, bringing in more pets, more animals into their households. So that is a big deal. Um, but the thing is, when people are going back to work, and some of them are, they're leaving the homes for longer periods of time, some of the cats and dogs, but I specialize in cats, are experiencing separation anxiety. Mm. So that's something to be aware of. And there are things that people can do about it to help uh, help cats feel a little more comfortable with their not being there. I know that sounds a little odd, but 
No, no, that no, sounds, it makes it makes perfect sense actually. You know, we're mm-hmm. seeing that at my company, Phoenix Dog Training. We've seen a huge uh, increase in uh, separation anxiety issues. So, how do you deal? I mean, I know. Yeah. How do you handle and and what do you uh, coach your clients to do when they do have a cat that has separation anxiety? That's a great question. Well, there's a number of things. Um, the fir- first of all, I think it's important that the uh, pet people leave their scent behind. And I know the house smells like the cat, but even so, uh, you can even uh, step it up a little bit. So, for instance, take a shirt that you've worn and put it out for the cat in their favorite, in their places where they sleep. That's one thing. Um, you can also, you, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, um, well, whether or not they're on, you can buy them anymore, I don't know. There there were some products that you could buy that were two-way um, cameras. The cat could see you or the dog, mm-hmm. and you could see them, and you could talk to them, and they could hear you. And those work quite well. I hope they're still available. It's a question because I know because of, the, of COVID, the company have been having problems getting a someone to or a company to manufacture their circuit boards but when they are available you, the cat can see you can see them and you can train the cats before you leave before you go out and start working so for instance at night or when you're back you have uh, you're in one room the cat is in the other and you can call the cat over and the cat gets used to seeing and interacting with you uh, on these little cameras that's enough that's one thing you can do also it's important that the cat is not bored so you want to have, make sure there's plenty of stuff for the cat to do so for instance uh enrichment like very tall cat trees that are positioned in such a place the cat can see out the window toys the cats like to play with a good thing too is to feed the cat have the, uh, don't free feed but have Feed the cat every few hours, and you can do that with automatic feeders, and some of them even have ice packs that are timed at certain times um, to open every three hours, so the cats get used to that. Another thing, too, if you know you're going to be working and away from the home, you know, for eight hours at a time, maybe practice. So instead of just all of a sudden you're gone for eight hours every day, maybe what you do beforehand is you go out for one hour and then you increase the criteria so the cat gets used to your not being home. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, we're going to need to take a quick break here uh, to hear from our sponsors um, so we can pay the bills. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to have more with certified cat behaviorist and best-selling author of the book, Naughty No More, Marilyn Krieger. She's got a consulting business, thecatcoach.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. More about your cats. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Will Bangura. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. If you've got a question about your cat's behavior, today we've got a very special show. We've got with a certified cat behaviorist, and best-selling author of the book, Naughty No More, Marilyn Krieger, and her business is The Cat Coach. Um, and you can go to her website, thecatcoach.com. Uh, Marilyn, before we went to break, um, we were talking about, uh, you know, more people getting cats because of COVID um, and, and things changing as far as them being home a lot because working from home. And then when they've got to go back to work, um, you know, the cats um, have this separation anxiety and you've seen an increase in that. Um, you were talking a little bit about enrichment. What can uh, pet parents do um, with their cats as far as enrichment? What are the best things they can do? Oh, there's so many things to do. In fact, when feeding cats, instead of just putting bowls down, make it fun for them. After all, these are little predators. So, for instance, um, if you have, uh, you can do this with uh, some dry food, also good quality. So, for instance, freeze-dried, uh, maybe freeze-dried chicken. You, instead of putting it in bowls, you roll it for them to chase. You do what, this is what I call treat tosses and rolls. You roll it and they can chase after it. Or you do treasure hunts and you put little pieces around here and there so they have to run around to get it. And it's, it's foraging. It's more like a, a predator. They have to use calories, burn calories to get their food. You can put it on, uh, cat trees, for instance. You can put some in toys. There are also puzzle toys you can get. Those are a couple things you can do. The way you play is also important uh, because play is actually an extension of the hunt. So you can play using like a uh, pole toy and you drag it away from the cat. You let the cat catch it. You don't want to frustrate the cat. You want to challenge the cat. You let the cat catch it. And the very last catch, you put the food down. And so it kind of imitates what the cats do when they hunt. Um, in nature, when you have cats that live in nature, and that includes feral cats, they generally hunt between 10 to 12 times a day with a 50% success rate. So it helps them if you can imitate that, you know, imitate that type of uh, um, schedule. And it uses neurotransmitters. There's all sorts of things that engage us. So that's one thing you can do. Also, you want to get toys that they enjoy, that they can interact with. And there are good ball and track toys forever. There are also things they can hide in, um, uh, kind of rugs and things that have holes in them that they can play with. So you put a lot of stuff out for them. Fantastic. Hey, Marilyn, are you willing to take some calls? Sure. Okay. Jordan, you take over. I think we got Absolutely. some Absolutely. Yeah, we have Faraba from California. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Can you hear us? Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. What yes. kind of question do you have for Marilyn? Um, I adopted, hi Marilyn, um, hi. I adopted uh, two cats, they were kittens at the time, uh, a little bit over six months, um, and one of the brothers is very friendly, comes to you, lets you pick him up, and so on. The other one hides under furniture all day long, 
Uh, he only comes out if he needs pets or if he wants to approach you himself. But otherwise, he's hiding under furniture. Um, what can I do? Or is this a medical issue? I'm not quite sure. We have taken him to the doctor, and he's fine, but I, I'm not quite sure what it could be. And, and let me just say something before Marilyn, before you take over. That's a fantastic question. The one thing that I want everybody to know, because we're on the radio, Marilyn cannot get that in depth into all of the answers. And we also have, I think, four more callers uh, waiting on the line. Okay. So she will answer your questions as quickly as she can. Um, but I'm sure that um, you can get in touch with her after the show. Um, and we'll be giving out her information, how you can get in touch with Marilyn uh, for additional help. But Marilyn, let's have you answer that question. Yes. Well, briefly, you everything is about choice for a cat. You don't want to corner or force a cat to interact with you. Instead, do things to make it more fun for the cat. So food, for instance, yummy treats that smell really good. So whenever you go in, make sure you you toss a little treat for the cat. You always say the cat's name. You can also start by sitting across the room and just reading children's books. Your voice will raise and tossing little treats. But essentially what it is is you want the cat to feel safe and secure so you do whatever you can to encourage that. And again, don't corner or try to pet the cat. Okay, thank you for the advice. All right. You're welcome. Fantastic. I think we've got... Yeah, absolutely. We also have Colin from Minnesota. How's it going, Colin? Welcome to the show. Hi, doing well. How are you all? Doing fantastic. So what's your question for Marilyn? Hi, Marilyn. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I was wondering how to keep my kitten from jumping onto the counter, the kitchen counter especially. Um, he's about an eight-month-old in Coon. We've had him since 12 weeks, but it's just nonstop um, up on the counter, up, you know, where we're preparing food. Can't keep any food on the counter, any bags or anything because he just goes crazy. Well, that's what we call counter surfing, and I have a whole chapter in my book, Naughty No More, on how to address that. It's normal behavior for cats to want to be up high. So what you do is you essentially make the counter off limits. You use uh, like placemats with double-sided tape, but you have to make sure that you get the cat somewhere else to go that's up high, and you always reinforce like a cat tree, and you always reinforce the cat when he is up there, you give him a little treat or whatever. So what's going to happen is the counter will become kind of this icky place because of uh, the, the sticky paws is sticky, the double-sided tape. And then they will go instead to the other place next to the counter, which is up high, and they should always be reinforced when they're on that other more acceptable place like a high cat tree or a stool. That's okay, it in thank a you kind of nutshell okay thank you all right fantastic um we've we've got about i don't know maybe about two minutes before uh, we got a break uh for news we've got a little bit of time um but one of the things that i wanted to ask you uh marilyn was um what are the most common uh problems that people come to you for help with Litter box issue, aggression, integrating cats together. 
Those are pretty common. Uh, yeah, yep. we get a lot of calls uh, for those here, so I'll be interested to uh, to hear what yeah. uh, what you have to say um, about that. Um, and and I think a lot of people um, they want to know what they can do. Like for example, we talked about during COVID, um, a lot of people adopted you know another pet, another cat, and and a lot of these homes they've already got um cats in the home whether it be one cat whether it be multiple cats um and then they go and adopt a new cat and there's a right way tell me if i'm right there's a right way and a wrong way to integrate a new cat into the home isn't that correct that's right so when when we come back um from break um we're going to be taking more of your calls um, but I know that as we get further along in the interview, um, I'm going to want to talk about that because I think that's one of the big things that um, a lot of people um, are dealing with. And then I know one of my other questions that I have about you, and that's going to be um, about raw food and diets, okay, because I know last time um, – I can't discuss you won't diet. do that because you're not a dietitian no, i understand correct i'm not a cat nutritionist that's correct a vet nutritionist so that's something that i i really can't no i i to. i can certainly uh yeah. respect Sorry that about as well that. no that's right <laughs> what do you feed your cats uh canned mostly canned a little bit of dry because when they crunch it, it releases serotonin in their system which oh. is important but may, wow. the majority is canned food well, we need to take uh, a break. We got to go to news, but when we come back, we're going to be taking more of your calls. We've got with us internationally renowned certified cat behaviorist and best-selling author of the book Naughty No More, Marilyn Krieger. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about your cats. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Will Bangura. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Um, thanks for staying with us. If you're just joining us, we are interviewing uh, internationally renowned certified cat behaviorist and best-selling author of the book Naughty No More, Marilyn Krieger, who is also the owner of her own cat consulting business. She does consultations all around the world, both in person and through uh, live uh, real-time video conferencing. But her business is called The Cat Coach, and you can visit her on the Internet by going to the Cat Coach dot com um welcome back marilyn we, hi we've got more people with more questions on the line like i said you're a hit here at pet talk today yes and right now it seems we have laura from california how's it going laura hi guys doing great thank you hi marilyn it's great to hi. hear all your advice <laughs> so what what's your question for marilyn laura well, I have um, two cats. I have a female who's four years old, and I rescued a little six-week-old who is now six months old. 
and he just does not leave her alone. He bullies her. He oh. pounces on her. She can't even go into the litter box without him attacking her. He's not being vicious, although she screams as soon as he starts walking near her. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm at my wit's end. I really don't know what to do with, with his behavior. Yeah. Oh. Well, <clears throat> you want to make sure that you have... Now, how old is he again? He just turned six months, and she's four. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's becoming a uh, a little teenager. You want to make sure there's plenty well, of ways... Well, he's been this to- way since... Yeah, he's been this way. I did the two-week, a little more than two-week, you know, isolation, you know, when I first brought him into the house, got him tested, okay. make sure he was healthy and everything. And as okay. soon as he was let out, he just never stopped attacking her. Okay. So what you want to do is make sure you have plenty of ways for him to show his uh, his his status in the very flexible hierarchy, have plenty of high cat trees that are minimally about five to six feet in height. Um, and you and you can also have shelves go around the house uh, also, but make sure there are multiple access points. So they're because they have a very flexible hierarchy, and he needs to show his position in that in that hierarchy. Also, have plenty of scratchers around. So re- increase those resources. Have more scratchers. That's one way for cats to mark their territory. Also, increase other resources like have many cat boxes around, so not next to each other, but different locations through your home so the cats have choices. Choice is extremely important. Don't let them get into it. As soon as you see there's a problem, you want to block his view. You can use, like, a piece of cardboard to block his view. I don't want you waiting in and picking him up because you might get bitten. It's called redirected aggression. Oh, yeah, we've done that. Yep, that's happened. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that we need, uh, that's a, a few things to start with. Anyway, I can also help you, you know, uh, uh, if you contact me, I can also give you a few more suggestions. Give out your information if you can, Marilyn, so that not only this mm-hmm. caller can know how to get in touch with you, but all of our listeners, if they uh, need to get in touch with you to get some private consulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love that. My, yeah, the, my website is thecatcoach.com, and my email is marilyn at thecatcoach.com. Okay, that's marilyn okay. at thecatcoach.com. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, everybody check out Marilyn's website. There's some great information there. Um, if you've got questions and, and need some in-depth help, um, you are not going to find anybody better um, when it comes to helping you uh, with your with your cats. And absolutely. So I think we still have more people on the line. Maya from Minnesota. How's it going, Maya? Welcome to the show. Oh, I apologize. Maya got dropped. Okay, so moving on. Serena from California. How are you, Serena? Hi, doing fine. That's good. That's good. What's your question for Marilyn? Hi, Marilyn. So I have three cats, um, two are nine-month-old litter mates, and then we have a five-year-old. I started toilet training all three cats last fall when we, when the kittens were about five months old and they started doing well it was the older cat that was resistant we have multiple bathrooms i'm wondering if it's possible to toilet train the the kitten and uh, leave the older cat somehow uh, a litter box i'm sorry what 
uh, they're not using a litter box or what? I, I'm a little confused. I, I missed the, the problem question. So the older cat is resistant to Oh, training. I see. They're not using the litter box. Well, okay. So first of all, make sure the cats are checked out by a veterinarian to make sure there's nothing medical going on because a lot of times what is um, looks like a behavior issue is actually uh, has to do with um, a medical problem. So that's always the first thing to rule out. You want to make sure, if it's behavioral, you want to make sure there are multiple litter boxes throughout your house, not just one or two. And they should not be covered. They should be uh, uncovered. They should be in places where the cats can have really good views and can escape. So, for instance, closets are not great places for them. Cabinets are bad because cats can feel trapped. Uh, in covers, cats will always feel trapped also. Now, the rule of cat box is one per cat and one for the household. But even with that, if you're having problems, you want to make sure you have multiple boxes throughout. And never punish the cats because they're for their behaviors because there's a reason for the behavior, you know, and, and that's what we want to do is figure out the triggers, the reasons for the behaviors, and then address that. So I just want to add that. Okay. That, so, that, you got more okay. with that? Or is that, that? Well, we've been trying to toilet train. Oh, toilet train. I'm opposed. I am 100% opposed to toilet training. Do not do that. Do not do that. Easier for the person, stressful for the cat. This is not a natural behavior. Cats need to cover. They need to feel safe. They don't feel safe in bathrooms. Uh, I have lots of clients that have toilet trained their cats, and it's worked for a little while, and then the cats start going to the bathroom elsewhere. So very bad idea. So make sure you use litter boxes and you scoop them. There you go. There you go. That's some really great advice. All right. Well, it appears that Maya from Minnesota actually called back in. Maya, how's it going? It's good. Thank you. I don't know what happened. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your question for Marilyn, Maya? Yeah. So I have four cats currently um and they all get along except for my one savannah and my one bangle um and my savannah is about 20 pounds my bangle is about nine pounds Yay. and my <laughs> my nine pound bangle anytime she sees him tries to go after him and it's not a playful sense um and she i've had to bring her to the vet twice um because she gets severely injured as he's trying to, trying to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I have Bengals and Savannas also. And <laughs> although I work with all breeds of cats, they are my specialty cats and they're always in my heart. Yeah. Yes, I uh, absolutely adore them. So um, anyway, like before you have to, but what are the ages? What are the ages of the cats again? And who's going after who? Is it the Bengal going after the Savannah? Yeah, so the bangle is going after the savannah. Um, the How savannah old is the bangle? Uh, the bangle is about to turn seven. Okay. And, and the, savannah? the savannah is two. The savannah is two. Who is the newest? Yep. The bangle. Okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. So, and when did you adopt the bangle? Did you just tell me? Um, 
I think it was, it's been about a year and a half that I've had her now. Okay. All right. Okay. Again, um, there's probably territorial issues and hierarchy issues. And also, too, you want to make sure that you have enough uh, enrichment so that you don't have boredom. These cats are highly intelligent, so you have to keep them very busy. So make sure you have plenty of stuff to do uh, for them to do. And, again, very high uh, vertical territory, minimally six feet in height. And you can use shelves. Make sure there are multiple access points. Very important, very important. Wherever those cats hang out, you have to make sure you have that. And also, uh, it, it would kind of hard. I wouldn't be able to do a complete consultation now, of course, but contact right. me. And, yeah, and I can definitely help you. There are different uh, th- uh, toys and things that I recommend for these guys, and I'll, I'll tell you what they are and give you, you know, exact ways of, of proceeding. Also, clicker training is a very good tool to use to help uh to help them be okay with each other. And it may be that we'll never get them really great together, but at least tolerating, and that's what's important. Right, right, and that's all I'm looking for. Like, I don't need them to snuggle up and love each other. I just need them to not fight. (laughs) Right, right. I think you contacted me, didn't you? Did you contact me? I did. I think I I emailed you a couple days ago. Yeah, 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 I remember so, uh, anyway, guys, we've so we got, can, I, I hate to do this to you, but I've got 30 seconds yeah. here. I've got I'm a hard, sorry. hard break I've got to take. Uh, but anyway, thanks for your call there. Um, we've got to go take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. But when we come back, more with certified cat behaviorist Marilyn Krieger, thecatcoach.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Will Bangura. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Today, we're talking all about cats. Um, We're interviewing uh, internationally renowned certified cat behaviorist and best-selling author of the book, Naughty No More, Marilyn Krieger. Uh, Marilyn, I know that, um, you also, um, are especially interested in how urbanization is affecting the behaviors of, uh, you know, the local mountain lions and bobcats in San Francisco. And I know you're doing work with, uh, the Urban Edge Wildlife Foundation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, okay, I'm doing work with Solidate Conservation Fund, which is the Bay Area Puma Project. My site is urbanedgewildlife.org, and on there I post lots of videos and write articles about what I am seeing in a lot of wildlife. And essentially what what it's about, the, the reason why um, I'm doing this work is that because of urbanization and um, actually people even going out uh, more into the wild areas, it's affecting the wildlife and the mountain lions and the, um, as well as other 
other wildlife, and they're coming into the uh, the homes, you know, not the homes, into the the um, residential areas. In fact, I don't know if you're aware, but a couple of days ago in Belmont, um, which is near, it was right next to where my cameras are, uh, there was a big thing with a mountain lion being filmed on a security camera killing another mountain lion, and this is in the middle of a residential mm. area. And it's not uncommon for them to kill each other, but being in a residential area is sure. a little uncommon, sure. you know. So anyway, so th- the problem is with fragmentation. What's happening is it it's it's uh, reducing the um, like with highways and buildings. Mm-hmm. It's reducing their territory, sure. and it's also kind of doing a number on the genetics. So anyway, so I I'm volunteering with Validate Conservation Fund. I have cameras here and there. And I also write about what I see. Okay, and and that would be and they can find out more. What's the web address? The Urban Edge. My website is urban uh, urbanedgewildlife dot org. Urbanedgewildlife dot org. That is my site. The I'm volunteering with Fund dot org. So that's F E L I D A E Feliday. Fund.org, which is also Barrier Puma Project. Okay, and then also I want to let our listeners know that Marilyn has a Facebook page um, on Facebook. And what is your Facebook page called? The Cat Coach. All right, so go to Facebook, look up The Cat Coach, like Marilyn's page, uh, give her a thumbs up, give her a five-star review um, because uh, <laughs> she's doing a great job answering all of our questions. Well, I've got to ask you a question. Okay. Yeah. We've been taking questions from uh, listeners, but I've got a question. Since today is January 22nd and it's National Answer Your Cats Questions Day. Yes, it is. What in the world would our cats questions be? Well, here's a good one. Okay. Why aren't you listening to my body language? Oh, that's a deep one. That's, that is, no, but that's brilliant. And what can you tell us about body language? What do people need to look out for? Well, so here is an example. So perhaps you're petting your cat and the cat bites you. And I, I, a lot of people contact me about this. I don't know why the cat's biting me. It's out. I didn't, you know, just all of a sudden the cat bit me. Well, it's not just all of a sudden the cat is letting you know you just don't understand and can't read the language. So, for instance, you're petting the cat and you feel the fur ripple. That's an indication. Perhaps the ears go back. Watch those ears and you see the ears kind of going back. That's an indication. The tail is going very fast saying, okay, I've had enough. Leave me alone. And that's an indication. And then... Just before the cat bites you, they're going to look back at your hand and then chomp. So you can stop those. So if you're aware of the body language, then you can stop a lot of behaviors from happening, you know. Um, another another one, so for instance, if a cat doesn't want to be petted, leave the cat alone. The cat does not want to be cornered, does not want to be touched. Well, then respect that and let the cat be alone and the cat will feel more secure and will come out when the cat's feeling more inclined to socialize. 
So be aware. Be aware of the behavior, of the language. Look at the tails. Look at the ears. Look at the whiskers. All of these tell you what the cat is feeling. And also, they're so subtle. They don't feel very good. You need to get them to the vet. So if they're not eating, if they're sitting kind of hunched over, that's not a good sign. Take them to the vet. So be aware I'd be aware of their behaviors and respond to them. Yeah. So um, here's here's one for mm-hmm. our clients. We have you know a canine body language DVD that we like to you know send them mm-hmm. to help them with learning canine mm-hmm. body language. Where do you recommend people go, or is there a resource or anything like that for feline body language that people could you know look at so that they could learn their their cat's language? Well, there are quite a few, and I, I can't really name one, but I know there are quite a few of them. And, and the thing is to look at all of them, you know, yeah. to check them. Do a lot of research and look at all of them. Maybe that's because an idea. I can't really name one better. Marilyn, than the maybe other. that's another idea for a book for you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. She says, I don't want to write again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. No? I love writing. <laughs> I am actually. Working on something. Oh, oh, anything you can talk about, or is, no, 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 not no. yet. Huh? <laughs> okay. No sneak peeks yet. So I've yeah, got a question yeah. for you. Hey, with dogs, there's different kinds of barks, and they mean different things. Do cats have different kinds of purring? And if they do, what are the different kinds? Well, that's kind of interesting because cats generally meow to their people, not to other cats. <laughs> so, really? So, yes. Uh, so that is a way that they communicate with, with their, their people. And the thing is, their people will, um, reinforce their behavior. So for instance, um, I have Bengals and Savannahs, and one of my Bengals has this scream. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and I actually have encouraged it, which is probably not a very good thing, but I start laughing when it happens and she, and she comes up to me and I pet her. So she's figured out that when she screams, she's going to get attention from me. <laughs> okay. Hey, Marilyn, we've got about two minutes before we've got to wrap up, and I want to give you the opportunity to share with all of our listeners, both here um, that are listening uh, to us on air on 1100 KFNX here in Phoenix and those that um, are watching and listening on Facebook Live. So please give out all of your contact information. How can people get in touch with you? Yes, thank you. My website is thecatcoach.com. My email is marilyn at thecatcoach.com. I'm on Facebook, The Cat Coach, and my uh, wildlife work is urbanedgewildlife.org. And I also have an email address there, too, Marilyn at urbanedgewildlife.org. All right. And do you have a number that you want to give out to anybody? No, I prefer that people. It's hard to reach All right. because I, I'm so always go ahead, doing So go to Marilyn's website. Check her out, thecatcoach.com. Like her on Facebook. You can also go to her Facebook page. Uh, the cat coach as well. Thank you so much, Marilyn. We could always use an extra hour with you. Um, it's been a pleasure. You have Thank been you. just a plethora of great information here on uh, a great show. Because like I said, we've got lots of cat people, lots of cat listeners that um, we talk a lot about dogs. So it was great to be able to devote uh, the entire show. We are just about out of time. Be sure to Watch us next Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. We're out of here.